Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. As I'm sure many of you know, I'm a huge fan of DIY technology tricks. And DIY stands for do-it-yourself. Now, I like these tricks because they're often cheaper than the traditional methods, and you get to learn a new skill in the process. Over the course of the Tech Talker podcast, I've mentioned many DIY solutions, such as how to make an antenna for your router from aluminum foil, and how to suck the water out of wet electronics with white rice. Now, while I love all of these kinds of DIY projects, this episode will be covering some guidelines on deciding when DIY is right or wrong for you. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Tonks Coffee. Now, unlike most engineers, I made it all the way through college without touching a drop of coffee. The simple fact of the matter is that I really, really did not like the taste of it. Little did I know the coffee I had been trying was substandard. So you can imagine my suspicion when I heard of Tonks Coffee. Tonks delivers premium coffee right to your doorstep. And I actually enjoy drinking it, unlike all that other coffee out there. If I would have had this coffee in college, my all-nighters would have been much more enjoyable and a lot less sleepy. Try a sample today so that you can see what you've been missing. Just go to tonks.org slash techtalker. That's tonks, T-O-N-X dot org slash techtalker to get your free sample delivered straight to your door. Before we go on, I wanted to give you a little bit of background on why I chose to discuss this subject today. My girlfriend and I were doing a little swing dancing. She jumped into my arms. I caught her gallantly, but sadly, her phone slipped out of her pocket and shattered on the hardwood floor. But she wasn't concerned. I mean, come on, she's dating the tech talker after all. So I ordered a new iPhone 4S screen online for about 30 bucks. When it arrived, I went to her house with my tool set in hand and started on this DIY fix around 8 p.m. Now, I was pretty confident. I thought that I could do it in under an hour. However, after a frustrating all-nighter, the fix was finally done around 2 a.m. and I was exhausted. In this situation, DIY was not my friend. I had removed roughly 32 screws, each the size of a grain of sand, and enough little pieces of circuitry to fill the floor in front of me, all from her phone. Needless to say, had I sneezed, her device would have been impossible to put back together. So, how could I have avoided this? As you know, one of my first actions on anything tech-related that I don't know for sure is to Google the problem, which I did not do before ordering the new iPhone parts. Because if I had, it would have shown me the extreme amount of detail and the amount of time required for this fix. Once I saw how elaborate and involved the process was, I could have easily found someone locally who specializes in fixing smartphone screens, or maybe just taken it down to the Apple store. I didn't consult any of these options because, well, I got a little ahead of myself. After all, I'm proud of my technical prowess, and asking for help on this would be like stopping to ask for directions when I'm lost, which, thankfully, Siri doesn't judge me for too much. I've been fixing computers and electronics for years, and I've come to one simple conclusion. If a device needs a specialized screw to open it, it's probably going to be an order of magnitude harder to fix than a device that requires a traditional Phillips or flathead screwdriver. Once you figure out what sort of screw you need to open your gadget, the next thing to ask yourself is how common of a problem is it that you're having? Or how common is this project you plan to embark on? If it is something well-documented across the web, then it's probably worth giving DIY a shot, 
since you'll probably have a multitude of YouTube videos, forums, and discussion boards with information related to your project. The next thing is to make sure whatever you're working on doesn't involve dangerous levels of electricity. Trust me when I say this, wiring your house is not a DIY project. Anything that involves this sort of expertise and wattage should be done by a licensed electrician. To go along with this, you'll also want to make sure that your DIY project will be a useful experience. Is it something that will enrich your life later on, or will this be a one-time fix? Learning how to change a flat tire and jump a car will probably be worth learning as you'll likely come across situations where this skill will be needed at some point in your life. On the other hand, learning how to rewire your Commodore 64 may not be quite so useful. If you want some awesome coffee, look no further than Tonks. These beans are the freshest ones out there. They're shipped within 24 hours of roasting and they get shipped right to your door bi-weekly. Tonk sources directly from the growers. Because of their extensive relationships, they can follow the tilt of the earth and select the best beans when they are at their peak. These guys are committed to quality. And don't take it from me, go check out their Twitter feed at twitter.com slash tonkscoffee. It really is a testament that this is extraordinary coffee. And best of all, they would love to send you a free sample so that you can see what you've been missing. Go check them out at tonks.org slash techtalker. That's tonks, T-O-N-X dot org slash techtalker for your free sample shipped right to your door. Finally, decide if the project would be worth your time. Sure, if it is a hobby or something you love to do, then you won't mind too much when your DIY project takes time. In the case of my girlfriend's broken iPhone screen, it was definitely not worth saving $50 to lose six hours of my life, and not to mention a lot of sleep. Here's a quick checklist to go through the next time you're considering a DIY project. 1. Google the project you're about to attempt and estimate the difficulty. 2. Estimate how much time and or money you'll be saving by doing it yourself. 3. Does your project require any special tools that you don't have? 4. Ask yourself if this is something you'll enjoy doing or if it'll give you a new skill that you would like to possess in the future. 5. Make sure that you're not putting yourself at risk by handling unsafe materials such as electricity, harmful chemicals, or highly enriched uranium. Just kidding. Or am I? Have you ever had a DIY project go horribly wrong? Or have you ever had a great DIY success story? Post your stories in the comments section on the Tech Talker website or on the Tech Talker Facebook page. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post your comments on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.